0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Oh Deary Deary Me. It's me, Caroline Deary, of course, your host. And if you're here, if you're new, if you're from TikTok, welcome. And if you have kept coming back for some odd reason, welcome back. Welcome back. If you are in my family and you talk to me on a regular basis and you listen to this, I don't even know where to begin to thank you. But i release you. You don't have to do this. You don't have to prove your love to me. If you answer my phone call, that's enough. Now, let's get in with the podcast. I want to talk a little bit about my experience with the megachurch. My experience with religion. All of that. So, I you might've heard in previous episodes, I grew up in a very religious household and we were Christian, mostly non-denominational, um, started out a little bit of Baptist, a little bit of Presbyterian in there, you know, the works. And hmm, I went to the same Christian school my entire life and we had, we had a lot of, there was just a lot of church Okay, a lot of church. And my TikTok has accidentally become a place for me to undo any religious, any and all religious trauma, really. And it seems that it sparks something in other people. Other people are relating and it's a safe space for people coming out of religious trauma. Disclaimer, I believe in a higher power and I don't care what you believe. It's really simple. It's so simple that that you can believe whatever you want to believe and I'm not going to shove anything down your throat. <laughs> so I believe that there's probably a higher power out there, but I believe in science and evolution, which is so funny because I grew up and it was like, evolution is for dummies. And that was kind of like the thought of It felt like the whole town was like, yeah, evolution's for dummies. I moved to L.A., and they're like, they're like, let's learn about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I'm like, dinosaurs, huh? The kids are like, I know what a tritonotaur throps is. I know everything about that. I'm like, I never learned about this. Stop flexing your liberal education on me. Okay. So... Anyways, um, went, up, went, went to church camps, all that jazz. I'm not going to bore you with the details, okay? Um, but I did not want to disappoint people. I didn't want to disappoint my parents, my grandparents. I didn't want to disappoint God because God was my, God's my homie, you know? And I didn't want to go to hell. So I played the part. Oh, baby, did I play the part? I would go to church camp, which is brainwashing. I did see a video on this, someone coming forward about their experience at church camp. And, you know, you sit there. You've got Chad up on the stage in a uh, switch foot t-shirt, gel up in his hair, and, and on his frosted tips... Strumming an acoustic guitar and winking at the ladies and showing off his mediocre singing, singing skills, singing. My God's not dead. He's surely alive and he's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. Okay, Chad. (laughs) Everyone wanted to get with Chad. You know that. Okay. So I go... Of course, I'm isolated from the rest of the world. No phones. We we're sleep deprived and we're busy all day. And then we're emotionally manipulated. It's like trauma circle time, trauma bonding. Oh, little, little Nikki has a bad relationship with her dad. She tells us all about it. But guess what? Your earthly father sucks. Your heavenly father is there for you imagine you have a real dad (laughs) i love that oh i love that that's therapy um uh what how is that the cure like how is that the cure like you don't need to pay for therapy you just need to know that there is someone invisible up in the sky who could be your dad for you okay So you tell all your secrets, you cry in a circle, people say they love you, you sway back and forth, what a beautiful name it is, that song slaps. And then they say, alright, raise your hand, raise your hand if you want an eternal life, if you want to do better and be better. Keep your hand down if you want to burn in hell. That's up to you, <laughs> I'll miss you in heaven, yeah, your dead dog is up there too, yeah, a little skippy. you could see him if you just raise your hands, you have ten seconds to raise your hands, ten, nine, eight, I see hands going up, I see hands going up, <laughs> like God damn, I'll raise my hand sorry i don't I don't mean to say g d I know that's... I I know. I'm pro, I'm, I don't mean to ruffle feathers, okay? So, you're sitting there shaking in your chair like, I've raised my hands the past five years. I might as well do it again, just in case. Just in case I need to feel something different. Mary Beth is raising her hand. And then, say you're the kid that, like, doesn't raise their hand. You're like... stop looking at me. Why is everyone looking at me? Their eyes are supposed to be closed. (laughs) So then I came back from church camp. That was all I could talk about was Jesus, 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 Jesus. My mom's like, hey, Caroline, let's, let's chill out. We're at a cheesecake factory. Let's enjoy our pumpernickel bread and cool it with the Jesus talk. I know he loves you. You love him. Calm down. I swear I was obsessed because I just came back from this high and being brainwashed. Okay. Let me know if you guys relate. So anyways, then I, I get to ninth grade and I start questioning things. I started questioning things. To be real with you, I started questioning things in sixth grade when uh my, my, I learned about predestination. Predestination is basically an idea that comes from, I believe, Calvinism. It's in the book of Romans, I believe. (laughs) Flexing some knowledge. And um, basically, it says that God is powerful enough and in control that he decides who he picks and who comes to heaven, and he decides who accepts him into their hearts. I was like, wait, God is picking and choosing who goes to heaven and hell. And then where's our free will? And it's like, oh no, you have free will, but God ultimately decides your free will. I'm like, Hey, 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 this doesn't make sense. So it was like, you think you're so good that you can learn how to love God. No, God like found you I'm like okay this is a weird sentiment because what about people that are born into different religions and they're experiencing the same brainwashing tactics that I'm experiencing except with their religion think about that but that's where they were placed that's the family they were placed into oh, and then the argument was like well what about you know you're like what about kids in africa that don't hear the gospel oh well the creation cries out the glory of god's name so they can look at the blue sky and the wonderful nature and obviously find out that there's a creator and they should know about god okay then how do they hear about Jesus? J-E-S-U-S. Because that's the key. That's the ticket to heaven. So they're looking at the nature and they say, oh, God exists. Well, maybe God. You, we, we, there's so many intricacies. Who knows? Who knows what God thinks? We don't know. But I'm telling you, if you're telling me this is black and white, you need Jesus to go to heaven. They don't know him. If you're telling me it's black and white, they're going to hell. And I don't believe God i just i don't believe in a god that's all loving that just like picks and chooses sifts through the cards and says "Mm, heaven mm, hell mm, heaven mm, hell. it's all very confusing so my my little tween brain is is like trying to figure out what i believe right but you know what oceans just came out hillsong just dropped oceans I will call upon your name. In ocean's eyes. Okay, fine. Let me just sit tight. Let me just believe. Let me be modest. Modest is the hottest. (laughs) Modest is the hottest, Chad. (laughs) I'm in the front row. Look, my hands are lifted, Chad. (laughs) I'm unashamed. Okay. Wow. Um so yeah, I just I play the part. Okay? I play the part. I go off to college. I'm in this big city, LA. I need something to hold on to that feels like home. There's so much change, and where does a person go when they're emotionally going through a lot? They go to the church. And that's awesome that there's a community there. That's awesome. But when you get a bunch of like emotional broken people that need help in one place they're extremely vulnerable and they're looking for anything and they will believe anything any kind of hope that they can find they will give their money they will give whatever it is and I understand we are all people and there is no such thing as a perfect church so if you're looking for a perfect church you are not going to find one. If you do want to be a, a part of a congregation, a community, then you know, just sift and find the best one that you can, and then work on it from, and work and try and make it the best you can. And have grace, have forgiveness, have hard conversations, have accountability within your church. Whatever. That's not my thing because I realize, okay, yeah, there are no more perfect. There are no. There is no such thing as a perfect church. And I just don't want to do it at this point in my life. I can't. I'm tired. Because <laughs> guess what? My collagen is, is going to stop its production in about six freaking months. And I've already got craters in my forehead. Okay? <laughs> so I can't spend another goddamn Sunday hearing how I'm going to burn in hell. Okay. Okay. So, I take a deep breath, Caroline. Take a deep breath. I go to this mega church. It's super vibey, super cool. Everyone's got the wide brim felt hats. Everyone's rocking the skinny jeans with the rips. Everyone's dressed the same way, but they're stunning. And they say, Welcome! Oh my God, we're so happy you're here. And I'm sorry when you're that pretty and you're telling me you love to see me. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to be here, <laughs> Stephanie. Wow, you're gorgeous. You're stunning, Jacques. Oh, hello, Jacques. You're the model. Oh yeah, you, I've seen you on that billboard. And you're happy I'm here. Like, of course. Okay, this is about LA mega churches. They're filled with celebrities, they're filled with the beautiful people, and they're happy to see you, okay? And they have cool content, cool Instagrams, they're creative, and they're coming out with cool music, and it's a concert, it's like a free concert. So of course I get sucked in. And then you know, next thing I know I'm volunteering on my time. I'm in school, but I'm exhausted because I'm constantly working at the church. And then I get recruited to be on this social media team. And I'm like, wow, like they saw my Instagram. They thought I was a cutie girly and they thought I had creative talent and they recruited me. They wanted me. Wow. I am special. And then I knew a girl who was like, yeah, like I really want to get involved. I'm just a little more shy and like I've been asking to get involved on the creative team and they're not like, they don't really want me. I'm like, okay, these people, they knew exactly what they were doing. They would come to me and say, Caroline, this girl has a ton of followers on Instagram. Try and be her friend. Try and get us, try and get her in. Okay. It was like we had to single out people that had influence because the more influence, the more people they could bring in, the more people they bring in, the more lives we save. No, Tori. The more money you get. This is a business. Ultimately, you are running a business. Come get a $40. A $40 pencil with the church's name on it. You sinning, dirty, dirty fuck. <laughs> Come pay $60 for a t-shirt with our band's name on it. I mean, that's quite literally merch, but it's like, a, it's like church merch, which just feels different. So, okay. I'm like, okay, this is a little weird, but it's LA, so what are you going to do? The pastor, he never comes out to talk to the congregation after because of security reasons, because he's doing a thousand sermons a day, because he's having private meetings with celebrities after, and he would, and whatever. But it's just a little impersonal. So even if I had a problem with the pastor or even if I had questions, who who do I, I can't talk to him, talk to other people, I guess. And then I started to really see uh, that this wasn't for me because home girl, this girl that I know, and this is a trigger warning, absolute trigger warning, this girl that I know, she was um, sexually assaulted by one of the singers in the worship band. And I don't know if he was like a lead singer. He was, he was in the worship band. And she was a volunteer at that church, and she said, I need some help. She said to her mentor, I need some help. I need some prayer, and this is what I'm going through, and I just need you to love me. And she says, oh, I know you're going through a lot, so why don't you stop volunteering? And she says, I love volunteering. This is my life. Like, I feel so much better after I volunteer. This is my community, and if I'm not volunteering, I'm not... Going to the lunches afterwards. And, and that's just not what I need. I I need these people. I need to just have this. So, And she said, no, 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 no. It's too late. We, we can't have this. This is too much. You came from heaven to earth. Guess who's on the stage? It's the homeboy who assaulted her. Still on the stage. Does he get taken down? Does he get talked to? No. disgusting okay and then i hear about this guy who's devoted his life to helping out running coffee across town freaking downtown la all the way to like santa monica running coffee at the drop of a dime and then they ask him are you do you and your girlfriend have premarital sex Oh, well, we used to, but we try not to anymore. And um, uh, it's something we're we're struggling with, but we're working on. Mm. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. We're not going to have that. No, we're not. (laughs) You can't do this anymore. But guess who is really great? Kanye West. We love him. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If you just bleached a t shirt and I just thought this model and she just bleached her asshole, I'm gonna feel like that guy. Wait, that guy? That guy's okay? That guy fits your standards? You can praise him? Okay. It's the inconsistency for me. That's where I was just like, okay, and then something traumatic happened to me, and I knew, based on the past, based on the history, that no one would really want to hear me, and no one would really care about my problem, and if they did know about my problem, I knew I was going to get judged for it. So I was like, uh, this does not feel like community if I can't say this. And what else happened? Oh, you know, I can't handle the question, what is God teaching you right now? At a very impersonal, uh, small group circle with brand new people that I've never met, sharing what God is doing in my life to all of these people. And it's not like a volunteer, like, if anyone wants to say, like, what God's doing. It's like a, we're going to go in a circle, and then you need to tell us. How embarrassing is that? Because guess what? Everyone's regurgitating the same thing. Um, right now, God is teaching me um, to trust him through all things and patience. What? No that's not what God's really teaching. Like, uh, yeah, in a very general sense. Yes. But it's so, it's so fraudulent. It's so regurgitated. And it's just like, what am I going to say? You don't really want to hear what he's teaching me. You don't really want to hear what we're talking about because it's personal. It's so personal. (sighs) Okay. And then the 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 speeches that they have before the offering where it's, like, just really pressuring you to give money. I had no money at that time. Oh, and another thing. Thanks for listening to this rant, guys. Okay, but I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you're here for it. Another thing. I was, like... I've obviously been super artsy. I like to sing, as you've heard on this podcast. I um, was interested in, like, songwriting because they had a really cool worship team. I wasn't trying to get up on the stage. I wasn't trying to make a big hoopla of myself. I was inspired, okay? I was inspired, and I just went up to one of the worship leaders, and I said, Hi, I've been volunteering here for the past two years, I've been ushering, I've been welcoming, I've been um, on the creative team working. So when you're on a digital media team, it was like I was on vacation and I was still shooting pictures and creating content and like I was busting my ass. (laughs) And you don't get paid because it's volunteer work, which like, okay, fine. But it's just a little bizarre, like, what constitutes, what constitutes, like, when does it go beyond volunteer work? And then when am I working a full-on job? Like, but you're taking advantage of me because I'm, I was vulnerable. Because if you are this mega church, and all these people are, it's like it's it's like um, Walmart, like the Walmart guy, whatever Jeff, and it's also like Amazon, like Jeff Bezos getting so much money while his employers at the factory get nothing. That's what it was like, and it's fine because you are volunteering, but it's not fine because it's like. At some point, pay people who are doing hard work. I don't know. Okay. So I go up to this guy. I'm like, yeah, I really like want to, you know, and he's like, I've actually never seen you. And so, um, you know, we get a lot of people asking to be on the worship team that are really just in it for the fame. So I'm going to need to see you like working harder. And like putting in more effort because you can't just come up to me and say you want to be involved on the worship team when you haven't put in the time, when you don't care about the people of this church. It's like, ah, wait, what? Huh? I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. What? Like, this has been my blood, sweat and tears in my life, but because I'm not in your cool clique and I don't get to sit in the front all the time, even though I tried to be in the cool clique. (laughs) Uh, suddenly I'm a clout chaser. Okay. So, yeah. That was about it for me (laughs) with the mega churches. I will say that Church Home in LA, which is where Justin Bieber goes, is the most down-to-earth one. I've also not gotten... I, I didn't get super involved in that one, but I will say if I'm ever feeling like I need a good kumbaya, I will go there. And I do think that judah Smith has a great heart and he speaks with some wisdom and um I mean from what I can tell Church Home is probably, you know, a good a good spot. Um and that is where Justin Bieber goes. So, and I have no problem with Justin Bieber, okay? If Justin Bieber wants to sing about his bitch and his weed and his, all the things and his peaches. I don't know what a peach is, medical, is metaf- a metaphor for. Wait. I got my peaches down in Georgia. The Peaches? Peaches. Does he mean, like, the the butt emoji peaches? I don't know. Okay. Get back to me on that one. Um... I don't care what Justin Bieber says. I don't care what any celebrity says. I just can't stand the self-righteousness that comes from like, whatever. So if this podcast inspires you to have a deeper conversation with your congregation, good. I'm happy for you. And that's maybe my goal or my goal is just to... um rant and get this off my chest or, um, maybe open some people's eyes, let you in on a new experience that you didn't know anything about LA mega churches. It's a wild one. It's a wild one. They're fun. They're fun, but you peel back the curtain and you see it's just a man and it's not a wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and we don't need to be praising pastors like they are celebrities. That's weird. Same thing with politicians. Oh gosh, I saw the pastor he, someone made a t-shirt. There was there's a t-shirt with his face on it, kind of like a la ob in the in the tone of the Obama Hope campaign sign like poster. And and they had his and it said hope, or change. Obama was changed. This one said hope, and it had his face. <laughs> not that, not the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, thanks for listening. I did just get vaccinated, so I am feeling a little uh, um. I'm, I do have a superiority complex at the moment, and I hope that everyone can stay safe until they are able to get vaccinated if they so choose and um, that we can all get through this and I did go surfing this weekend with my boyfriend. We were completely away from other people, um, but I was just crushing the i was just killing the narnar it was so meditative. Surfing, you have to be very uh calm and you have to maintain your composure or else you will just wipe out and I was mastering it, and then the next day it was really choppy and cam and I forgot our leashes the leash is the thing that attaches your ankle to the surfboard and they say i said i'm you know what cam i i i we forgot the leashes but I'm going to say it's Cam's fault and there's no, um, there's no reason why it's all his fault, but it is, you know, and (laughs) in the water, I was just having a rough time and I'm like, Cam, I can't do it without a leash. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. We both forgot. I'm like, you forgot. And he was like, what? (laughs) All logic, all reason went out the window this poor guy is just trying to enjoy the one thing that brings him happiness on this planet and I'm like Kim Kim you're way too far out sweet boy you know what he does if my weak little shoulders can't paddle out and I'm getting just crushed in the whitewash he'll take he'll come back for me I'll grab his sweet little hairy ankle. Just kidding. It's in a wetsuit. I'll grab his little ankle and he'll paddle out and I'm just tagging along. Oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I think that's about it for the week, guys. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about saving money, but I realized that would be fraudulent because I am not a financial advisor and i actually know nothing <laughs> so um tip hot tip if you know nothing about a subject don't try to act like an expert and fill people in so um yeah basically all i've got to say is that i'm just not buying uh junk i'm just trying not to buy junk right now if you're listening to this this is your sign Go window shopping and buy nothing and see how good you feel that you were able to be disciplined and work f- for something better than the gold, than buying like gold hoop earrings that will just tarnish for the 15th time. Okay? Because by that point, you could buy us some nice jewelry. And you don't need Starbucks 10 times a week. Okay. <laughs> Don't feel attacked by me, but I'm just telling you the truth. I love you guys. If you're listening, um, seriously, it means the world to me and any and all support. It's just like, it, it blows my mind. It truly does. I'm so grateful. Love. Oh, dearie, dearie me.